This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Suk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. At the club, club 1080, the hottest spot north of Milwaukee. Stop breaking news, dude. Welcome into the club. We do this every single day at six o'clock, hour four. Patrick Harris sitting in for Isaac Rop today, but Suk, he's right there. He's still with us. I'm watching Schultz on the glass. Looking at everyone now tweeting out uh, because of the stupid uh, Chiefs offsides thing. Every time now that someone is lined up anywhere close to <laughs> check, the neutral check zone, check ref, we're good. No, we're good. Some douche canoe on Twitter, of course, is going to take a, a screenshot of and be like, "Oh, what about he's off. What about this one? This one wasn't called." No, God. God, sometimes sports fans. Well, can't there be? A- I love you out there, but I'll tell go. you what, guys, I am Twitter free for about three, four years now, and it's it glorious. Well, I they- learn everything about thirty seconds after you. Guys, and I'll tell you what, I'm no, happy. I need those 30 seconds. I'm happy. You're crazy. I know you do. I, I need, you do. I need, I need those 30. You do. I got to be first. You do. I don't. Right? I just refuse to engage in any sort of debate. <laughs> I only, oh, yes. I disseminate. Do you even post? Oh, yeah, I post. Okay. I Not saw a post from you like a week ago. I don't post that often. I use it more as just a, a news feed. It's a reference, yeah. It's a reference. But when I do send something out, uh, I, I don't reply. Like every now and then, if someone says something funny to me, sure, then I'll I'll laugh back at it. But like a lot of times, people try to engage me in some sort of uh, debate, sports talk debate, and I just laugh and be like, "Yeah, that's not going to happen." I, I just uh, it was Nick Offerman, the great Nick Offerman, Ron, great Nick Ron Offerman. Swanson, the great legendary. I love Nick Offerman. I don't know anybody that doesn't. He's just he's just phenomenal. And he said that once. He, he was talking about that, and he said, "I use it to disseminate information. I use it to disseminate my 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 views out there, and that's the end of it. <laughs> and that's me. Like if I post something and someone comes back and yells and screams, that's fine. But you're not getting a response back from me. Yeah. Like if you think that we're gonna have some sort of hot debate, I used to go out with a gal, and 
we would be like, we'd be doing something. She'd be like, hold on, I'm in the middle of something right now. It's like, I got to take this person down. I was like, what are you doing? It's like, uh, and she would like get in like these like gargantuan back and forth. I was like, what? And we had a guy that, uh, I his name was like Dino something or other. He, he got a job at one of the other sports stations here like 10 years oh, ago. Oh, I was there. And he yeah. tried to start some like Twitter war with us. Like he was like, he's like, Isaac and Zook are going to be in the bread line. And he just kept taking like all these like re- wrestling from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, DX exactly. takes like, over w, uh, WCW. He used to send me these all all kinds of these just like awful, horrible personal posts. Like he, he would don't. like superimpose like my head on <laughs> on like a little on Hitler. Yeah, like all these things. And I just I just used to just laugh. And he so desperately wanted to engage in some sort of war i remember and i uh, just used to laugh and then like a month or two later he got fired <laughs> he got fired <laughs> i won the war and never had to fire a single shot it was fantastic Guys, I- i've got the best story about him getting fired too he got fired with his mother in the building that day savage no, you can't it, even let it her was leave extra the building savage. first they, they fired him in the middle of a show i had to go in during the commercial break take over for him and they fired him with his mother in the studio that day pretty brutal <laughs> It was bad. Uh, so I just wish I, I want to run into that guy sometime at a supermarket somewhere and be like, hey. Hey, what up, dude? I remember you. How you doing? Driving a cab, you jerk? How's that, uh, that breadline going, man? <laughs> like, just, But the idea of just in general, like whatever you think of social media, whatever. Sure, sure. It's basically just a bunch of hots posting photos of themselves and then yeah. a bunch, a bunch of, of angry high tea dudes yelling about high A bunch of dudes all stuff. threatening, saying I could kick your ass, and I could, but no one's ever actually been in a real fight in their life. But right. it's like, ah! But just this idea like of... of being in an internet argument with someone, I can't think of anything lamer in my that like there's nothing I could do that would make myself more like that I, I would be more disappointed in myself with than engaging in a in a, a Twitter or Instagram fight with another human being, especially one that I don't know. I'll tell you what, this is something I know about you, and I will tell you how I know this about you. I know this about you because you're also not really that way for real life discussions. We're really to have discussions, but you are not the guy that wants to get into a yelling debate match. No, I, right. I won't. Right, in, we won't. In, in real life, Twitter, yeah. it is not going to. You can, yeah. and you you can. I have friends that are politically on the complete other side of me. Sure. I have friends that you know, whether religious, non-religious. I am open to any sort of discussion, but the moment it turns into who's louder, yeah, we're good. Um, I. I'll see, my, I'll see myself out the door. I learned this from Hunt for the Host. Oh. The year that I won Hunt for the Host. I remember that. That was a long time long ago. Long time ago. Eight years ago. Um, I remember there was probably six or eight of us left. And it was a segment with Isaac and Souk. And I was one of the last people to go. And everybody got up there. And for some reason was going after you. I don't know if you remember it that way. But it was like, yo, what do you think about the Seahawks, man? Like, that linebacking core is the best I've ever seen. Or how do you? what do you mean the Blazers can't win a title? And I was like, God, that poor guy he just looks miserable up there. He's got to do this job with all these clowns trying to, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to debate the great, the great Jason Sukanik. I'm going to show him I'm smarter. And I got up there and I was like, yo, dude, how do you prep for a show? Will you tell me about that? And you like lit up and looked at me and you were very honest and forthcoming. And I got done and you looked at me and you were like, hey, nice job. Amen. And I was like, hey, thanks. Because all I did was I could just see that you were like, I don't want to be here. I hate this right now. I, I, I don't know who you clowns are and I hope you lose. You lose. It's like, 
F you, F you, you're cool, F you. Well, the, the problem with it is in, in general, and I'm not even talking about just like in sports media, but just media in general, that um, that has become a very successful tool for people. I mean, Skip Bayless calls it's Trey, what he does. Yeah, he calls Tragman gay, like when he's a columnist and, and, and it you know, he moves up the ladder and, and Stephen A just goes on there and yells and you know, it's like you don't want to make an enemy out of me. Why, Stephen A? So that you'll just yell louder and <laughs> you know, and, and you know, whether it's uh, you know, whether it's you know, whatever person you want on the left, you know, Don Lemon yelling about, you know, Trump or sure. you know, Tucker Carlson screaming about this and, and so these these very hot takey sort of things, it's like this irrational sort of discourse that we have. It's it's become successful for some people, and if it's successful for some people, then there's a whole bunch of people that try to emulate that, and it's just kind of taken on this this new life where you can't have any sort of nuanced discussion, you can't have any sort of of, uh, of of rational independent thought. It's just become who can make shocking claims, who can yell louder, and who can get enough people to. It's wild and out with Nick Cannon. It's just <laughs> like who can get enough people back. Oh, he cooked him. Oh, oh. It's over. He cooked him. He cooked. And it's just like, wow. Well, I, and I, I just look. I, and maybe we'd be more successful if we went down the uh, human piece of garbage. I just don't have an enemy. And if you don't think I have an enemy, the guy that sits over there where you normally are, I know he doesn't. He have has enemy. less enemy than I do. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm right there like with the, you. You have like the two guys in this this industry that just refuse to do it. Yeah, and I don't mean to honk you, but there's there's a reason why you're successful. Well, <laughs> I would like to say that thank you for being that, and thank you for wearing your emotions on your sleeve because I might not be sitting here with you today. All right, when we come back, let's get into this. I got a challenge that I'd like to shoot across the board and see if you guys can help me figure this out. We'll do that oh, next. I'll I'll challenge you! I'll challenge you next right here, right now! Challenge you harder! 1080 the fan. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. You know, I always thought I could be a great salesman. Well, believe me, I could talk anybody into anything, except women into sex. That's the only thing I can't do. On 1080 the fan. Can I get a hot tub? Someone said, the uh, your show is great because the only heated debate is how to spell each other's names. That is true. That might be the hottest uh, <laughs> debate we've ever had. Is when I, I couldn't spell Rop's uh, name, so damn it. Uh, did and, he, you, and he got mine right too. He's a two A, and you thought he was a two S. Yeah, like there's that there, there's a clip we have of it, um, and it's just we were it, it's it's people ask all the time if it's true, and it's yeah we were taping something, and so we wrote out a script, like I wrote it out for oh, us. Okay, so we were going back and forth, and on there I put I S S A C A C, and he was reading. He goes, "Do you know how to spell my name?" I was like, "Yeah," and. You know, and, so and he and he nailed Sukani. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, screw you! I know how to spell your last name. I'm like, spell mine, and he spelled it. I was like, son of a, son of a. I think guy. he could take a decent shot at it, but I'm not here for that. I don't well, want to be. That, I don't want to be wrong. That I don't is, want to be exposed. That is. I just a, want to tell you I can spell your name. That is a rop bugaboo. Is that like people misspell Isaac all the time? So yeah, sure. I S A A C, which by the way seems like a really stupid way to spell a name. <laughs> I, I agree. How is Isaac? How do you get I S A A C? How is that Isaac? Isaac. Yeah. Isaac. That's not. Sink. But then again, Sukanic is S C U, and somehow that's Sue. Yeah. Sukanic. And some people even say Sukanic. I don't know. Or how about K R Z Y is Sh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you neither of you know how to spell my name. Jordan? Yeah, dude, it's easy. Come on, well, brother. Now we're all trying to spell something in a stupid way. Yeah, well, because yeah. my mom put an O instead of an A. I think she said it was to, like, on paper distinguish that I was a boy instead of a girl. I, I have no idea. I don't know. There's always that. Yeah. that like, like my kid, like Iserman, uh, his name is <laughs> Y-Z-E-R. Like, yeah. he didn't go by it when he was younger because mm. he got tired of people doing butchering it. Yeah. Because it's Y-Z-E-R and it's eyes. 
And so, but it would people would give like a Yaz. And then my daughter is O Ren. And so she's O dash R E N. Okay. But, but a lot of times it just is, you know, people don't put in a dash. So, she's like, so people call her like Orin. Orin. <laughs> I'm sure she loves that. She hates that yeah. one too. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. We, we all have that weird, you know, I, no one has ever once pronounced my name correctly. So I just, it rolls off my back. But apparently with Rop, he hates if you it's misspell, if you, if you drop two S's instead of two A's. Uh, well, uh, as maybe one of the uh, one of the few people that is actually a true hardcore P one of this station sitting in this chair, uh, I listen to something that I hear from this station constantly. That my friends, I have to address. Address away. Um, there's a you said there's a challenge you're throwing down. Yes, uh, I listen to the boys in the morning, and I listen to as, you two at night. As do I. I. I listen to Dirt and Sprague while I'm walking my dog in the morning. I don't get a chance to listen to the afternoon show because uh, I'm usually at work, and I'm not usually tuned into that. <laughs> you do have to have a job. I do that, have a job that does happen from time to time. But let me tell you what just greases my chaps here is everybody wants to talk about how the great Jordan Schultz. And his microphone skills of a singing talent are just God's gift on earth. And my friends, I'm ready to I'm ready to tell you that I'd put large money down that I would destroy him. Are we wow. gonna have a croon off? Is He's that what we're is a that what we're doing? Fired. A large, large sum of money. Wow. Because this is like when Tony, and this is nothing against you, because I love you. I feel like this is something you're my producer. You. Look, look like at Schultz. The first Schultz. person to tell me this in my life. Schultz is bowing up right now. He's gonna you do. The, bow I'm up. not taking this personal, but I'm about to take this oh, personal. My butthole's puckering a little Schultz, bit. Schultz, you know I love you. You're my producer of the Hot Corner every Wednesday yeah. from seven to nine, right after this show. Actually, I've never had my singing skills called out. But and challenged uh, like but this uh, I I've heard some stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, I think I got him. Because you are a, you I also I are a crooner and a ukulele player. This this is uh, true. Ukulele. ukulele I have a out. degree in theater arts, piano from four to eighteen. There you go. Well, we're getting a resume. I, going. I don't my, have a degree. My friends, Schultz I bring. Has a, Schultz has a degree in badassery, is what he's got. I, I and I, a Michael Bublé tattoo. I got Let's a scholarship talk. to sing in college. Oh, oh, oh shots that? fired! How about that? Do you have a Bublé tattoo? Because Schultz does. Yeah, I got one on my. Ca- I can't show it on the YouTube stream. It's too high. Um, <laughs> I. Not that flexible. I want to know how does this get solved? Well, I think I think what happens is tomorrow we have an old fashioned croon off. Well, the problem yeah. is, is it sounds like garbage on the radio. Look, we don't have a. I don't know what unless you guys want to go into the booth and record something. So I, I think this See, is this, we're just uh, getting deep uh, now. So this is what we're doing. All right, boys, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. We're gonna have a croon off. So I, t- I over <laughs> over tonight. I am going to put together. Three separate categories. We're going to have three rounds. So I'm going to give you three different versions because I don't want to just, because you guys may have different styles. So I'm we're going to go three d- different distinct styles. And you can pick your song from each one of those that, that, that you should, that, that you want to sing. You need to come in here and record. Let's go 30 to 45 seconds of each one of those styles. And then in tomorrow's club, it's simple. It's, it's the best of three. The first one to win two will be declared the crooner of 1080 the fan. And I think this is how we're doing it. We're, we're going to have a croon off. So I'm thinking, so if you have ideas of the styles that you would want, Vancouver Ford text line, let us know. But I'm thinking, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking maybe we do a standard, which is, you know, we all know, you know, Burt Baccarat style. We do a standard. <laughs> okay. I think there needs to be. 
I don't know if we want to go country and western. Do we want to do a country uh, genre? I mean, we could. But I, I don't know country. As I well, definitely so. think there should be a power ballad in this. Uh, what about Disney? Ooh, I could, I could, I could be involved. I, I kind of like where this is going. I, I, hmm. it's, I, I, we, we need to come up with three distinct styles. We gotta have a rock song. Well, that's kind of why I was thinking the power. St- I was thinking power ballad. Yeah, like you know, Richard Marks, like hold on to the night or so. I, I, I don't know. Is that a power ballad? Right yeah, here waiting. That would be a power ballad. Right. Yeah. 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 Sister Christian, anybody? <laughs> or like Steve Perry, you know? With yes. Journey. Yeah. Anything involving Steve Perry. Would would uh, would certainly be uh, considered a power ballad. Lying beside you. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Yes. So, ooh, I, I like that already. I got, I I got a little. Too. I got yeah. a little tingly there. I, I, I did too. I like faithfully. That. I mean, you give me some faithfully. Now we're we're scratching me where uh, we need to be itched. So uh, I think this is this is how it goes. So if you've got a a genre that you want to hear, throw it out on the Vancouver Ford text line, and by the end of the evening, we will have come up with our categories. And then it is upon you. So you said it sounds crappy live. You can go into one of the many recording booths that we have tomorrow. We are a professional studio. And again, I will get, we'll do the, this will be like an, an eight mile thing. We'll get, I'll even go 30 to 60 seconds. Your choice. You want an acapella? You can do whatever you want to do it. You go between 30 and 60 seconds on those three genres. And we're just going to go head to head. It's going to be the best of three. And may the best man win. Winner take all. I love this. It's about time someone got some balls around here and started challenging some people. I got it, dude. I'm Let's tired. Go. I'm tired of it, dude. <laughs> sick of listening. You're like, just no, I'm sick of hearing it. Everybody talks about it, and I'm like, just just the little old guy out here. Well, no one else sings. I don't know if Schultz's ever been challenged. Like, uh, we did do. Is there is there anyone else that sings here? Not on the staff. Well, I mean, besides the songbird of our generation, Isaac Rop. I mean, but I mean, he's not even fair if he competes in this. You guys are both toast. I mean. Rob's uh, Rob's prowess when it comes to singing—that's not even fair. That's just a, that's a professional singing against amateurs. So we take Rob out of this, but no one else in the states. Like I've never heard Dirt. I've never heard Sprague. I've never heard Dusty. I've never heard Danny. God knows, no one wants me to sing. I mean, I had that. It was like a mini sing off with Tony Starlight. I think you were in here, super. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and yes, and I'm gonna love you I mean, forever. I mean, this is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't beat that. I just popped and, in my head. Now, you know what? Damn it. I'm tired of I want this settled. And if I lose, I lose. No, if oh, I lose, and, I lose. And Rusty guess. does sing as well. <laughs> Forget Jeff Rust who does Rusty all. Rusty does. <laughs> Rust, is, Rust singing is better than everyone's. He's Rust, off the table. Rust sings in a certain way. Uh, you know, how, how do we how do we put that? Uh, Bob Dylan may not necessarily be the, the best singer, but he's the he influences so many. That's the Jeff Rust. Of Tenny to the Fan. And yes, someone is right that the winner of this song needs to record the Jason Sukanik penned like 15-year-old classic, A Very Swayze Christmas. Because <laughs> back in the day, uh, before I, I, you know, uh, before we actually had vacation time during the holidays, we'd have to do a bunch of crappy holiday shows. Yeah, yeah. And like, what are you going to do? It's like December 22nd. Nobody's listening. No Nobody's on listening. the road. Nobody cares. So I put together uh, I put together an episode, and I, 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 Rob was gone. I think it was me, and I don't even remember who was producing. But I put together, uh, for the club, I put together a very Swayze Christmas. And I wrote uh, a couple of, uh, of holiday songs and uh, but involving Patrick Swayze and... I do believe it was yeah, Tim Taylor. Uh, the great Tim the Taylor. The great Tim Taylor. I, I got to see if we can still find those in the systems. But yeah, Tim Taylor voiced my uh, my, my Swayze he's Christmas great. songs. I mean, he's a rock star. And one of them was, uh, was indeed uh, a very Swayze Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. To the tune of, I wish you a Merry Christmas, but we wish you a very Swayze Christmas. Yes, maybe the winner of this, Krunov, can do an updated version of a very Swayze Christmas. And the shoulder, I don't even know if that's still in the system. That, that's like 10 plus years old. That's Well, we'll, well to we're see. told you can't really delete things or you're not supposed to delete anything. Yeah, we need to go back and, and, and we need to do some digging in there and see if you can find something entitled. It, it'll be something in, like involving Swayze and Christmas and, and voiced by Tim Taylor. We'll see if we can dig that out. But that is due for an updated version. I'm excited about this now, boys. I'm excited. People are saying a polka. <laughs> no, it's it's what it, you know. I'm I'm here. I'm ready to put my money where my mouth yeah, is. I don't so know much polka. you can't can't scare me about anything. All right. Well, we're gonna I'm gonna noodle with this. And like I said, before you leave the show, we will have a uh, standard. We will have a full understanding of the three songs or three genres. For your choosing, you get and, a little nervous and, over and there? you can go from no, there. No, I'm like spinning with different song titles in my head, like a jukebox. Honestly, oh man, dude, just go with the classics, dude. What? I got like your guns. 200 classics in my head. Yeah, man, I overthink things. Always overthink things. And yes, this will simply be the poll question. Will be who won the the crew off. I mean, I can have my opinion, but it'll be up to the people you, to decide. We'll let the people decide. We will let the people. I will not be the uh, the, the the sole vote on this. No, 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 no. No, no, no I no, can't. No, we got to let the people. But that means somebody has to either tell me or do it themselves on how to well, put the poll question up. I'm on it. All right. We, this 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 will be a thing. I'm very excited about this. I like this uh, this this new Tenny of the Fan trash talk. We just got done done talking about how we're not having like hot takes, whatever. We got hot takes right yeah, now. Got you real fired up, huh? And the best part about this is, make no mistake about it, Schultz is taking this very, very seriously. Very, very seriously. Uh, like he is being called. I know to I'm the sc- carpet right now. I'm and scared is, to win. It is. It is on. I, I am scared to win. No, I'm, I'm not a sore loser. I am I scared to win, especially because I feel really good about it. <laughs> Why are you scared to win? That doesn't even make sense. Well, because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, oh, so now it's the well. One, it's one of those. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Schultz, wanna he's in your kitchen on. right now, man. He's trying to intimidate. He's throwing high and Damn tight right. on you. Well, Damn right. You know what? I've, I've scoot off that plate, baby. In my life, I've only been good at like two things. One of them is singing. 
Well, you can still be good at it. <laughs> well, okay, I... like Mariah Carey is better than you. You shouldn't end your life for it. No, Adam Levine is on TV true. and dates hots all day. Well, his voice is okay. But his voice is great. Well, yeah. He can be better than you. That's... You can be better than me. It's I, just, but I, I also, I just want to settle the discussion. Me to my grave. I, I just want to settle this discussion. I just, I love it. This is, uh, this is exciting. Again, it's not something that I would like. If someone challenged me to like a push-up contest, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm good." <laughs> Get Ben. But the fact that you guys want to have a crew off, like I have people show up sometimes, like remotes and want to arm wrestle me. I'm like, "Yeah, like, no, why? <laughs> yeah, we're That's not so lame. Yeah, we're not doing that. That's so lame. Hey, big guy, I'm a big guy too. You want to arm wrestle? You want to listen? No. Sometime? no. <laughs> I get people that are like no. they like listeners like want to come to like hey does your gym have like an open an open mat like where other people can come like <laughs> I want to come roll with you like yeah no we're not doing that. yeah 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 we're we're good oh you're on radio can I call in no, no. but this no, crew off I love the fact that you guys are both <laughs> taking this seriously and I'm I'm geeked about this ooh I'm not taking it seriously I'll just show up. Yeah, and someone's saying, bring Rust in, too. I'll ask, like, if, if Russ wants to be involved in this, too, I'll send him to him, and Russ can record his three as well. I mean, I, look, let Jeff Russ throw his hat in the ring. That, that's it. fine. Uh, coming up next in the club, uh, I learned something today that hopefully you guys haven't either. Something about Jesus and its upcoming situation, and I can't wait to share this with you. More on primetime. But first, potential champion Jordan Schultz with sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. On 1080, the fan. Can I get a hot tub? Yeah, I am hard at work on this tune off. Uh, we were sitting here in the break, and I'm looking at the TV, and I kind of said a few things, and he wasn't really responding, and I kind of saw with a piece of paper. I was like, what the hell are you doing over there? Just putting together the crune off. <laughs> Look, I got there's a bunch of ideas coming in, and, and like right now. Like it's it's hard to narrow down to three, but like, and I'm I'm still putting around this, but I definitely like the idea of a rock power ballad. For like sure. I, just, I love a good power ballad, and what shows off great vocal range, like a good power ballad. It's true. Again, and then and then Schultz hit me with some journey there, and it got me all tingly down below. I was like, yeah, let's, eh, yeah, we we might. So I think that one is is more than likely going to be in there. I, I like the idea too of going with some Motown. 
because that is a broad range, and there's so many great Motown hits. Yeah, Which, like again, you want to tackle Marvin Gaye? You want to tackle that guy? Yeah, Some Tower of Power. I mean, you got, oh, God, yeah, this is massive, yeah. massive genre don't forget right the there. Ja- don't forget the Jacksons were Motown. Oh, there's so much. And we, I mean, you can go back to, like, Aretha Franklin. I mean, there's just so much good Motown music. I think even Ray Charles, some of his would fall Ooh, there Motown. you go. Yes. Uh, I like the idea of possibly. Did you guys just basically say black people music from the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s? Well, no, Ray Charles is technically, I think, a crooner. <laughs> what is there? A, is there a white Motown? Like, Actually, who's that's the big... a good question. Yeah, let me ask you that. That's, that's like saying, like, when we're talking about NFL DBs and I bring up black guys. Why? Because was there a white corner somewhere that I'm not aware of? Jason Seahorn's mad at you right now. Yeah, shocker. If we're talking about Motown, I think we're talking about black singers. And if we're talking about yeah. country western, unless you're bringing up Charlie Pride, I'm pretty sure that country western. Like the a bunch biggest, of white dudes. Well, the biggest singer in country western music right now is the guy that got caught yelling the N-word at everybody, and it doesn't seem to matter <laughs> because people love him. at all. Yeah, like Morgan Whalen got more popular. He's like, yeah, I knew yeah. it. I knew he felt the same way as I do. <laughs> I think the Beatles could be an interesting category because, again, oh. solo, solo or the band. Either way. You, you want to go something with Lennon. You want to go something with, uh, with, with, with Paul on his own. Beatles could be good. I also love the idea of just doing a love song because I am a sucker for a quality love song. <clears throat> and then uh, standards is another one because then you're getting into you're getting into the Sinatra. I mean, and that's like when you think about like especially look at you two donkeys. Like I can picture you guys both up there like in a bad rented tux, just up there <laughs> belting out some Burt Baccarat, doing something great. So that's kind of what I've got so far. I, again, I'm not. I'm not settled on any one of these, but that's right now kind of my uh, my five favorites in the in the clubhouse. Well, let's get out of here and let you finish up, and then we'll wrap up the show with uh, a little bit of Jesus talk, and then we'll have the final results of the Kroonoff tomorrow. Stick around. One last to go. Primetime, 1080 The Fan. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. Sitting on a cloud of judgment, handing down life lessons to all the sinners. On 1080, The Fan. Double power! All right, as Jason kind of figures out the last of this, I wanted to share this with you guys. I came across this. Um, there is going to be a sequel to The Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson's Jesus movie. Wait, I, I think... Didn't it end with the first one? I mean, that's kind of the... It did is, he get crucified a second time? It is the Passion of the Christ resurrection. It will follow the events surrounding Jesus Christ's resurrection and explore several biblical concepts and themes. The movie will reportedly take place during the three days where he, where it will explore Jesus' ascension to the bosom of Abraham where he would resurrect Old Testament saints and likely focus on his descent into hell, so where many Christians believe he was for three days before eventually if returning you, if to If you life. thought the story was made up the first time, wait till you get to this one. And this is like Quentin Tarantino's take on World War II, basically. Boy, this isn't going to get awkward with Mel Gibson <clears throat> and like Jim Caviezel and those loons out there putting up Jesus's descent into hell. Yeah, this ended Jim Caviezel's <laughs> career in Hollywood essentially How? that first. Boy, year. I just I I hate to do this, but I got a real good idea in their mind who's running around hell. This is, <laughs> is going to be something. It's going to be something else. The best part about finding this was finding the comments in the Reddit section. Oh god. Ooh, uh, doggy. I you know, can't believe it, we're I, I can't believe we're entering the dawn of the Jesus Christ cinematic universe. 
The existence of Jesus Goes to Hell implies the existence of Jesus Takes Manhattan, Jesus X, and Freddy versus Jesus. It's just too passion, too Christ. Wow. Dude, I, you know, you know, the thing though, like this is going to make a gajillion dollars. It, it will make so much money. It's, I'm a little upset that I didn't think about, think about this first. I can make up some stories about Jesus going to hell. Let's go. There, this will be, and the best part is because this is going to be obviously completely fictional, although some people would say the whole thing is fictional, but that's up for you. But this thing is just going to be made up, and I guarantee you that there are going to be people like, this is exactly how it went down. This, I guarantee this is exactly how it went down. This is directed and developed by Mel Gibson and will star Jim Caviezel. Told you. Who played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ. You know what? I think uh, lately, I don't know, I think we can all agree there hasn't been enough hating of the Jews. And uh, and so I think it's 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 we're ripe to really kind of crank something uh, up because I feel like they've been getting like a real pass lately and like, you know. Jesus was a Jew. Yeah, not a lot of anti-Semitism or anything. So let's do something <laughs> to really stir. Really fire people let's up. Really fire the people up because like there's not enough anti-Semitism going on. So way to go, Mel. Way to like remind us let's let's hate those jews let's crank it back up and it'll be in 2024 which let i mind you remind you is a presidential electoral election year oh God. i guarantee this gets brought up i i i'm like i'm being dead serious this will get brought up in the presidential debates yeah how do you answer that question have you seen the movie no that's because you're a sinner how could you not see this movie it's so important have you seen this movie yes i have seen this movie see i'm tired of these religious psychos like that, how's that gonna go jim carrey plays the devil <laughs> <laughs> that whole vibe is a little scary to me because I did. I was a churchgoer as a kid. Me and, too. Well, kind of. Yeah, I can't stand the church. I won't name them on the air, but I could, couldn't stand the whole vibe anyways. Like, But, but just the, the actions of everybody. I remember when the first Passion of the Christ came out, and everybody at church, oh, you have to see, oh, this is the best movie ever, May. I mean, it, you know, normally I don't recommend my congregation to go see rated R movies because that's not, again, that's not in our religious principles, but I think this is an exception. It was insane. So I can only imagine the fervor that will be, it will be Christians foaming at the mouth. Going that movie to see this was movie. so crazy. I can't say I ever saw oh, it. Dude, the original it, Passion? It, dude, it is so violently it's graphic. Bad. Yeah, they just beat like, the li- yeah, guys. I saw like the yeah. photos and like the clips and you know There's just, like the one that sticks out of my like mind, a, there's like saw a, a torture porn thing going on. Yeah, there's like a, the the ball and chain, but it's the the ball's no, got like, spikes on it. It's called the cat of nine tails. Yeah, there That's you go. That's what you're thinking. And of. it like it like hits Jesus in his ribs and completely rips the flesh off. Yep. It is savage. Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, I don't think cru- crucifixions are uh, lovely. No, I, I don't watched think Reacher so. re- uh, recently again and uh, they do a couple of those in, in that one. Yeah, uh, I, I was uh, I was good. I, I didn't need that one. I'm not going to see this one. I remember when that came out. I, you know what? I'm more likely to see this one for comical reasons <laughs> than I am the uh, the first one. Well, wouldn't I, this would be great if they just shot it like a Marvel movie? Yeah. Jason goes down, no. or Jesus I, goes down to hell. I want to see like what's got sort the of, Avengers with him. And well, the idea of Mel Gibson, like the thing that fascinates me, is the idea of Mel Gibson's hell. I am <laughs> very much the, the notion of hell in the first place, like. Lake of Fire and like Devil with Horns. Right. And remember that one pastor that died and, and like uh, this was like, like two or three years ago, and uh, and he said like he had a vision uh, like he saw himself in hell and uh, like it was a bunch of people with like dog collars on and demons were walking them and I think they were playing I forget what kind of music it was 
but they were playing some sort of like rap music down there or whatever. And I was like, wow, that's a hell of a version of hell. <laughs> I'm just fascinated to see what Mel Gibson is going to come up with the version of hell. Is it going to be like a Bill and Ted's hell? Where it's like your own personal <laughs> hell? There's like an evil Easter no, bunny? No, no. It's got to be based on all those old famous paintings all over Europe. And Well, the best part is like if you if The you rivers look, of lava. You know, it's none of that, be you know, none of that stuff is actually in the Bible. Oh, yeah. I'm the, fully the aware. The idea of like the devil and lakes of hell, that all came from... Uh, What's Freddie Mercury's parents? The Zoa. Uh, what's the? Someone help me out. The the, the it's a it's religion. It's a like, Middle Eastern. They're like Zoris. Oh, I don't know that. They're Zionist. No, it's no. not Zionist. That's again. That's and a they're whole like other Algerian. Thing. No, not Algerian. They're like uh, Albanian. Is that where his family's from? They're over there. God, it's going to drive me absolutely crazy. Sorry, I know nothing about Freddie Mercury regarding You know this. nothing about the greatest rock and roll singer of all time? I said nothing regarding Dude, you're this. you're so losing Regarding tomorrow. his family's you're religious You're so going to lose tomorrow. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, they were the, uh, yeah, the, oh, God, they were, they had the Zor, the Z-O-R-O-A-S-T-R-I-A, Zoritanianism or whatever. Okay. It's a, it's a religion, and, like, that's where the idea of, like the fire and brimstone, like that whole thing, like that's where that came from. And then it kind of got adopted out to larger stretches and it was like, all right, this is the version of hell. But it, it doesn't talk in the scriptures, it doesn't talk a lot about like what... What actually it is. Yeah. So I just love the idea of Mel Gibson's version of hell. That is fascinating to me. Yeah. So there like, you go. Like where that's actually going to happen. That... <laughs> Again, this is going to be like Quentin Tarantino doing a take on World War II. It's going to be the same sort of thing. That guy's blowing up yes. everywhere. <laughs> like, I remember watching Django, and then all of a sudden that guy gets shot with a shotgun and goes flying into the upper corner of the house. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that escalated real quickly. Uh, we oh, need uh, we need you to make right. some decisions here, my friend. All right, so this is what, I, what I've got. I'll let you guys uh, have a say on this. So I'm definitely, so this is the three categories. We're going to settle this. For the Krunoff tomorrow, acapella. I am going to invite Jeff Rust into this as well too, if he wants, if he wants to be a part of this. All right. So we are <clears throat> we are going to do a rock slash power ballad. I want it to be a ballad, okay? It's it's a, a, a rock. So I mean, I don't want to hear "Living on a Prayer." That's not a power ballad. No. no. This needs that's to be. A pop song. That's a pop song. I want a rock power ballad from the two of you. We'll give you some leeway here, but let's keep this thing within the, the confines now, of Now, we're recording these or singing these live? No, we want these recorded because okay. it's, you know. I live get it. is weird. Live is weird. So, no, you have between 30 and 60 seconds. You can do as short as 30, as long as 60. You can choose whatever part of the song you want. There'll be three of them. The winner, you, you win two and you win, right? Simple enough. Uh, the next one, I definitely think Motown. We need a Motown song. Love it. And then here's where I, I will give you guys the choice because I, I was debating between a couple here. You can either do an American standard, so this would fall under the category of Sinatra, uh, Burt Baccarat, anything like that. Or if you want, I do think it'd be kind of fun to do a Disney song because the Disney catalog is amazing. I and vote definitely Disney. shows off some I vote range. Disney as well. All right, there we go. Disney is the final one. Disney, Motown, and a power ballad. And a power ballad. It. And tomorrow on this very program, we will settle once and for all who indeed is the 1080 The Crooner behind the great Isaac Robb. Well, my friends, you heard it here. It's all going down. I feel great about this. I don't. I really do. Uh, play the hits, my friends. Always stick to your guns. I'm excited. That'll do it for us. We'll be back tomorrow from 3 to 6.30, I believe, because we have men's basketball. So we'll cut out early. So club will be dedicated to the Croon Off. 
For Jason Sucanic, I'm Patrick Harris, Jordan Schultz behind the glass. Go do something I would do. Red ships of Spain. Red ships of Spain. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.